Okay, let's talk tonight about a topic that we never really have spoken about before in a, in a shir, and that is the sugya that came up on today's daf, mitzvos lav lehenos nitnu. Mitzvos are not given, are not defined. What I just said might be two different ideas, as we'll talk about. Nitnu, we're not given for the uh, Hana'a, the pleasure of it. Where did this come up? This came up on today's daf, in Erevin on daf Lamed Aleph, where the Gemara discussed uh, the issue of putting one's Erev, putting one's Chala, in order to extend their Tchum in a cemetery, putting it on a Kever. And the Gemara had a discussion, well, maybe that's not appropriate. Why? A, if you're a Kohen, you might not be able to go there. And even if you could figure out a way to go there, you go in a box and you, and you use a wooden flat kli to get your Erev, but you're getting benefit from the grave. And there's an Isser Hana'a to benefit from anything having to do with a mace, right, with a dead body, with anything connected to the dead body. So that's what the Gemara discussed. Uh, maybe it's okay because, after all, Erev Tchumen, setting your Tchum is a mitzvah. Mitzvah Tavla Henos Nitnu. So we'll get back to the Gemara about the a little bit later, but that opens up the door for us to discuss a little bit. Again, it's a major topic. We're just going to touch on a few of the salient points in the in the sugya, and as I mentioned in today's daf, I also wanted to uh, put together a few sources that we've mentioned in various contexts, and that is this topic related to Talmud Torah. Mitzvah Zlav and the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Good. So what does it mean? Mitzvah Zlav Mitzvahs are not given or, let's not even translate it. How, how, how are you supposed to understand? So the first source, any sheer quotes on this topic, is the Rashi and Masechah's Rosh Hashanah. Rashi, which you have in front of you, what does it mean? <coughs> what is this doing in Masechah's Rosh Hashanah? The Gemara here is discussing using a shofar of Avodah Zara to be Yodse my Mitzvah of shofar. So the Gemara there says, maybe it's Mutter because after all, you could, I, you know how to get benefit from Avodah Zara. We just, just, just discussed that in Mitzvah Shir. Uh, one is not allowed to get benefit anything to do with Avodah Zara. That was the Shetel controversy in 1994. The burning of the Shetels in the streets. Because the Chashash of Yashab Sak. But that's, that's Avodah Zara. So, in that context, why would I be able to be Yotze by Mitzvah Shofar by using a Shofar of Avodah Zara? Mitzvah Slav Lehenos What does that mean? Says Rashi, Lo lehenos nitnu on the right side. We have to read this Rashi with the Dibra Masko. Lo lehenos nitnu li Yisrael lihios kiyumam lahem hanaa. It wasn't given to the people. Rashi is <coughs> taking literally the language. Hashem did not give mitzvahs to the Jewish people in order to give them pleasure. Ela laol al tzavarehem nitnu. It was given to be a burden on their necks. It was given to be an old mitzvah. Mitzvahs are, are should be viewed. The tzivui of the mitzvah was not to give us pleasure. Even though Durachad Archeinoam, that's the topic of another shir. That was the other choice for tonight. Maybe we'll do that next week. Hashem, mitzvahs are beautiful. But the point of their, their being given by Hashem was to be a burden. To be a burden on us. <coughs> and just a ha'ar on that, which we mentioned actually in today's daf, the Chedushi Arim has... Quoted in the Margolis Hashas there in Mitzvahs Rosh Hashanah. It's interesting though because the mitzvah is given to be an ol, but the second I do the mitzvah, I'm removing the ol because I have an ol of a mitzvah to do. So it is kind of pleasurable because I remove my ol when I do the mitzvah. No more ol. So says the Chlishi Rib. No, it's, the ol is never removed. It's it's 120 years of an ol. 
even if I finish one mitzvah, the next one is waiting for me. The next job that I have to do is waiting for me. So you can never say that <coughs> removal of the ol is hana. That's Lushia Rim right here in the middle. Etzem hasaras ha'ol lehevi hana. I, the question is, removing the ol should be hana. Alzetirates shahaol hu timidi bilti posek. No, the ol is constant. Since we said nasa v'nishma, pirish. She'inam rotsimli, pater v'nishma, nasa, we did it. But v'nishma, we want to hear more. We want more ol and more ol. Rach muchanim la'olam. Interesting, the word la'olam has the word ol in it. Forever, the word ol is in their olam, because an ol is olam. L'shmoa v'la'asos ritzono yisparach. Because forever, we are uh, indebted and and mishubad uh, and connected and serving a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So you can't say that, oh, removal of the ol is the hana. No, no, it's a, it's a permanent ol. So this is Rashi. Rashi says it has to do with the element that it was given to be. It was given to be a mitzvah, a command, something that we must do. It wasn't given for the pleasure Shabbat. And therefore, that's the focus of the principle. Mitzvah al new, and therefore, when we think about mitzvos, uh, and let's say a shofar of Avodah Zarah, it wouldn't be a problem because shofar was given to be an ol. That's the focus of Rashi. There is another idea that Rabbi Hanan has. We're going to contrast these. In truth, in truth, there might not be an argument here. I'll, I'll say that at that, uh, at the front. You might not, might not have to say that it's an argument here, but it's definitely two different focuses. And at least these two different focuses give us the chance to catalog and put together a couple of the issues that come up in this sugya with the two emphases, even though you might say it's not a machlokas and we're, we're uh, pulling hairs, but still, there might be a grain of truth to, se- to separating them, and there might be a grain of truth to putting them together. Either way, Rabbi Hanan has a different idea. Rabbi Hanan in the Kovach Shmuas in Mesechus Chulin, in the back, this is in the end of the Kovach Shi- the second chalik of the Kovach Shirim, Rabbi Chanan writes there, discussing a much more halachic definition of the principle. Not like Rashi of, oh, Lav Lahenos, it wasn't given to be an O. Again, Rashi might be talking on a more Ashkafic level, but Rashi doesn't speak Ashkafically. Rashi is telling us something halachic. That's why it seems to be a different approach. Rashi says it's focused on the, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Kavana in giving it to us. What about Rabbi Chanan? Nothing to do with that. Rabbi Hanan says on the uh, the top left, he's answering a question about Kelayim, not for us now. Explaining again based on Rishonim, Vide Tamoshal Rashba on the third line on top. Deshari Afilu Hanaa de Bahadi Mitzvah, Dehahana Betela Lagabe Hamitzvah. The Hanaa element. Let's say I'm getting benefit. Let's say I'm getting benefit from the from the what I'm doing. I'm blowing shofar, and it's, it's a shofar of Avodah but still, says Rebbe Chanan, that Hana element is nullified. Lagabe mitzvah, v'nikra kolamaisa al shem ha mitzvah. Says Rebbe Chanan, mitzvos lavahedos nenu. We have to have a halachic definition to it. You know what that principle means? It means even though there is an element of Hana'a, but it's batul barof. The ikker is defined as mitzvah and not as Hana'a. And I'll give you three examples, says Rebbe Chanan. Usually we have bits of barov when we, come, when we have a tarovis, when we have a mixture. Or we spoke about, it came up in the, in the daf a little while ago, the first, the first page of Masech HaSukkah, Daf Be'ezah Rashi says, if you have more shade than, more sun than shade in a sukkah, it's possible. Why? Because the shade is batal barov. 
Another concept of, of Bittal, the first stifler in Sukkah discusses that. Very unusual usage. But says Rabbi Hanan, I'll give you three examples where you have an action that has a certain element to it, and that element can be ignored. Can be ignored because it's a minor element of the action. What are the examples? The Mishnah tells us, we say it every Friday night at Malikin, in Ashkenaz, there's a mitzvah to burn truma that became tame. Mitzvah to burn it. Can I burn it on Yantif? Can I burn it on Yantif? The answer is no, you can't burn it on Yantif, the Mishnah says. Why can't I burn it on Yantif? You're allowed to burn things on Yantif. I can burn things, I can make something, I can cook on Yantif. So I'm not allowed to burn truma tame on Yantif. Why? Because you're only allowed to burn things for yourself on Yantif. You're not allowed to burn things for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But what do you mean? I'm doing it for both. I'm doing it for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm doing it for me too. Because I, I want to get warmth. Says the Gemara. Says the Tosas explaining the Gemara. No. That's also You know why? Because how is that action defined? You're right. You're getting some heat. You're getting some warmth. But that act is defined as a mitzvah of destroying Trumatamea. That's the ikr of what you're doing. So what? There's a little bit of lachem. You're getting benefit. But halachically, we view that action as maisa streifas truma, and that's why you can't do it on yatav because it's not for you. Have the kivon change mitzvah bistreifaso. The fact that there is a mitzvah in this burning have arazu eno litzarach hana aso eloloshema mitzvah. We define it as that. Vaino the tafel butter lagabi yiker. The tafel is butter to the iker in terms of halachically defining what's going on. One example. Another example. There's a Mishnah in Mesecha Shabbos. The Mishnah tells us regarding Hotza'ah. Hamotzi ochlin pachos mi kashir bekli. We know for every action of taking out on Shabbos, there's a shear of how much I have to take out. How much, how many nuts do I have to carry out to be chayv on Shabbos? How many uh, dates? How many bananas? Everything has a shear. What if I carry out less than the shear in a cup? In a cup. So, less than the shear. I'm not going to be chayev for a, a carbon for carrying out the food. What about the cup? A cup is a whole thing, a whole item. So the Mishnah says, you putter on the cup too. What do you mean you're carrying the cup? If I would just carry the cup, I'd be chayev a carbon. But because I put a, a few mush dates in the cup, I'm putter on the cup. Why? Because, how do we define this act of hotza'ah? Putter afalakli shaklit felolo. What you're doing is carrying out dates. You're right. The cup, you're using the cup. But that's, that's tafel. That's secondary. That's secondary. He doesn't even quote it, but obviously the whole halacha of Hilkos brachos. How you define a certain food. If I eat cereal and milk, I only make a mizonos. Why? If it's a mizonos cereal. Why? What about the milk? Because it's defined as an act of eating the ikr. Not the tafel. Again, there's lumpus there too. But either way, the but the, the the what's secondary is is not relevant. Or a third example, and then we'll get back to our case. Third example, he tells us that Ulael Ayin Aleph Hanichlas Labayis Amenuka. This is a mission I think in Negaim that's quoted a few places in Shas. That if somebody walks into a house that has saraas on it, he walks in. We know this is one of the three things that the Gemara says in Sanhedrin might not have ever happened, but the other day it says that it probably did happen. But so Ramora and Irani Dachas, If somebody walks into a house that has Sarah, so as we know, there are only two types of Tumah that can be make you Tameh by Ohel, by being under the same roof. Meat mace and Sarahs. So I'm going to become Tameh when I go into this house. What about my clothes? Are my clothes going to become Tameh? It depends, says the Mishnah, if you're wearing them or you're carrying them. 
If I'm carrying my sweatshirt or am I wearing my sweatshirt? That depends. If I have my sweatshirt on my back, then my sweatshirt is an independent entity. It's Tame immediately like I'm Tame immediately. Tame and Miyad. <coughs> but what if I'm wearing my clothing? Then my clothing is not independent. My clothing is secondary to me. I walked in. My clothing didn't go in. So that's why my clothing is, a, is secondarily Tomei. It's only Tomei after I delayed and waited in the house a certain amount of time. Because the Kalim are Batel. What's the common denominator in all these cases? You can look at an action, and even though there's an element, look, the clothes are there. The clothes are going in. The cup is being carried out. Right? What was the first one? First one, you're, you're getting benefit from the fire, but still you're allowed to define it based on the Iker idea of this action. So says Rabbi it's the same idea by mitzvah slav lehenos netnu. The mitzvah, yes, you might be getting some benefit, but you could disregard that. You don't have to, halachically, we don't have to focus, and we can we can ignore the element of Hanah, and therefore, for example, using a chauffeur of Avodah Zarah, as the Gemara was talking about, would be okay. So according to Rashi, it could be that there is no Hanah at all, and also the focus is on the giving, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu had in mind. That's Rashi's emphasis. It was given la'ol below the mitzvah. But you're right. Right. According to Rashi, the way this is being formulated, there might not be any hana'ah that is recognized. Rebbe Ochan is saying there is hana'ah, but we're allowed to disregard it. It is a tafel. It is a tafel. So, again, is there a machlokas? Maybe not, but we're going to go with the idea that possibly there is, and we're going to try to look. Maybe there are some nafkaminas between these two ideas. But even before we get into four nafkamina, and then we'll end off with the Talmud Torah discussion, there is an important ha'ara that we're shown to make, and I gave it to you from the Ritva. From the Ritva in Sukkah Daflamat Aleph, where this also comes up, using a lulav of Avodah Zarah. Lulav of Avodah Zarah. <coughs> so, why are you allowed to use a lulav of Avodah Zarah, bidi eved? It's okay. Says the Ritva where it's underlined. V'tamad yatsam yishum, the mitzvah's lav lahenos nitnu. Kedisa bakama duchti. Right, as it says in many places, mitzvos aren't considered hanaa, and therefore you're allowed to use it. The afal gav de mishani baasias hamitzvah shemekabel schar bolamazel bolamaba. This is just a parenthetical point that you have to make. What do you mean? There's nothing greater than a mitzvah. Mitzvos lav lahenos nenu. What are you talking about? I do a mitzvah, I get schar bolamazel bolamaba. Nothing greater than that. I was just reading my one of my kids' story last night. Sorry, one of these uh, one of these art school storybooks about a, a boy who used to go to in the 1920s. I don't know, he used to go to the Kotel every um, every Shabbos for Shabbos Mincha, and he went and he was going through the through the shuk, and he saw a, a golden coin on the floor. What do I do? It's Shabbos. I don't know what to do. I can't pick it up. So he put his foot on it, and he just stood there. For two hours, he's standing there till the end of Shabbos. Like an hour and a half in, some Arab boy comes over to him and says, what are you doing? Why aren't you moving? He says, nothing. He says, what are you doing? He says, no, nothing, nothing. The Arab boy gives him a push. He realizes something's under. Gives him a push. He sees the coin. He grabs it and runs away. The boy's all sad. He comes back to one of the Rebbes. I don't remember which of the Rebbes in Yerushalayim was there. And uh, he tells him the story. He sees he's sad. He tells him the story. He says, come to my house tonight. Mosi Shabbos. Comes to his house. Mosi Shabbos. The Rebbe Kate takes him into a study. He opens up his drawer. He takes this an exact replica, the same type of gold coin. He puts it on the table. He says, look, I have one of these coins. He's like, wow, wow. He says, you know what? I'll give you this coin. One condition. I want the schar of the mitzvah 
that you did this afternoon of not picking it up and putting your foot in it. So it's fine. You can take the coin. I just want the schar. The kid didn't take the coin. It says, right, the Rebbe was talking. There's nothing greater, nothing greater than the schar of a mitzvah. So that's the Ritfus Kasha. Ritfus Kasha, right? That's, uh, you get, there's no, what do you mean, lava head of it? This is the greatest hand in the world. Doing what Kadosh Baruch Hu wants. So the Ritfus didn't know what I'm talking about that time of Hanah. That's not the time of Hanah that's under discussion here. Lo chashiv isur be isuri Hanah el kashenene be gufo shel iser. It's only when you get Hanah from the <laughs> iser itself. The fact that Hashem's going to reward me in the future because of what I did, that's not called Hana'ah min ha'isr. Okay, that's an important ha'ara to make. It's an obvious one, but um, we have to make it. Okay, so now let's get back into the two ideas. Again, we have Rashi, and uh, we have the, you know, we'll get back to the Oneg Yantaf also. Let's, uh, let's leave that for now. Let's get to some of the Nafgaminas. Rashi and... Rebbe Hanan. Again, Rashi's focus is on the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the mitzvahs to be an O and not to <coughs> give Bihana'ah. Where Rebbe is, you look at the action, how it's defined halachically, there is Hana, but it can be ignored. The first issue to bring up is not really a nafgamina, but just an issue that's discussed in the Gemara. If you go back to page one, go back to the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, and Davchav Ches, the Gemara concedes that if there is physical pleasure from the mitzvah, then mitzvah slav lehenazinu does not help you, and it's still aser. So, for example, the Gemara says, "Hamuder hanaa." If somebody is muder enough, somebody promises. The Gemara later on, towards the bottom, "Hamuder hanaa mi ma'ayan." I make a neder. I am not allowed to get benefit from the ma'ayan from the from the spring. Over there. I'm not allowed to get benefit. I make a nether. I can make it whatever nether I want. Tovel botila shal mitzvah. I'm allowed to go to the mikveh in that mayan, but only in the winter. Only in the winter when it's freezing outside. But not in the summer. Why not? I, it's, it's mikvah. It's tvila. What, what <coughs> no. <coughs> Physical enjoyment undermines that principle. Even though mitzvah's lavlehenos nitnu, if there's physical enjoyment, it's the summer, you're cooling off, then we say, Mitzvah's lahenos didn't you? Right? And therefore, it's us, sir. The question is, why? Is it not, halacha number one. Why? So let's think according to the two ideas. According to, who is it easier to explain according to? Who do you say it's easier? Right? According to Rashi, it was given. I think to according to Rashi, it's a little harder. So what if I get a physical pleasure? Hashem gave the mitzvah, Right, he focused on why Hashem gave the mitzvah, he gave it to be an O. That's period. So according to that, that's far, it's a little more difficult to explain. According to Abel though, makes a lot of sense. You can't ignore it if it's physical Hana. Just like we have elsewhere, we have other, we have uh, precedents to this. The Gemara says, HaMisasek B'chalav and Varayos. Usually Misasek, if I'm just involved in something, I don't realize what I'm doing, it's not an Avera. If I, if I turn on the light, on, if I brush against the light, if I'm carrying something outside, and Shabbos in my pocket, I don't even realize it's there. And then I go back, I'm like, oh, I realized I did it. That's not, that's not showgig. I didn't remember it was Shabbos. I didn't realize I was doing anything. So I'm putter for that. But the Gemara says, if I'm misasik b'chalav and v'arayos, eating and sexual relations, you're chayiv anyway, even if it's misasik. Why? Shekein nehene. Because physical pleasure you can't ignore. So according to Rebbe Hanan, what's this whole svar for Mitzvah Zavlahendos Netnu? This action, you're allowed to ignore the tafel. You're allowed to ignore the hanah element. If it's hanah as you can't ignore it. Right, it's staring at me in the face. 
And therefore, that's why Rabbi Hanan would say that Hanoas Haguf is an exception to the rule. Again, according to Rashi, Rashi would have to explain, oh, Rashi also, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave it, but you know, there's a, there's a separate Mechaif. Again, the Nafkamini here would be in terms of how you would explain this din, not in terms of a real halachalamaisa difference. But that is issue number one. How would you explain the issue of Hanoas Haguf? Number one. Parenthetically related to that, this is something we mentioned this morning in the daf, but it's, it's a beautiful thought, I can't not say it, before we get to the next Nafkamina. And that is, what did the Gemara say? By Yemosag Shamim, Yemosag Shamim, I'm allowed to go in. Even though I'm going to get Tahar afterwards. So I am getting some benefit. Right? Forget the, the Schar that HaKadosh Baruch was going to give me. But what about the benefit of, of not being Yotze the Mitzvah? The benefit of a status change. I'm going to the mikvah. That's not a problem. Gemara says it's not a problem. Give you another example. I didn't give you the Gemara. The Gemara says in Yavamis, if I use a sandal, a sandal vavodazar for chalitza, special type of chalitza sandals that we have to use. If you, if you use that, b'dyevet, it's kosher. Right? It's kosher even though you can marry whoever you want now. That's a huge benefit. We don't recognize that benefit? No. We don't recognize that benefit because that benefit is considered a byproduct, <laughs> right? The fact that you're becoming tar in the mikvah is a byproduct. The fact that I'm, I'm able to marry whoever I want is a byproduct. Asks the Avni Miluim, ask the other Achronim. You have a summary of this on page five in the Biuri Adaf. But one second, this is what I said. I'm going to get back to the Gemara and Erevin. But the Gemara says, if I put my Erev, my bread on the grave, so that is a problem. That is a problem because I'm going to be able to go and walk to the next city. But what's the difference? What's the difference between that case and the case of jumping into a mikvah or chalitza? They're all cases where (coughs) I'm getting a benefit from the mitzvah, not directly. What's the difference? That's the question of the Oneg Yantif and the Avni Nezer between mikvah and chalitza versus setting an Erev Tchum. So this was the beautiful Chiddush of the Oneg Yantif. And that is, and this this is important for all three cases, by the first two, by mikvah and by chalitza, I'm not doing anything positive. I'm just removing a problem. When I go to the mikvah, I'm removing the state of tumah. So I'm amazed, everything's wonderful. The fact that I become tahar, it wasn't directly that I did something. By chalitza, I remove the connection to my yavam. So I'm amazed, I can marry whoever I want. But it's not that I, I, I created something. But what am I doing by the near of tchum? I set the bread outside my city so that I could go to the next city and, and, and go visit my rabbi who's giving a shear there. So that's directly from me. So that is not just a byproduct. So that's the difference, says the Onagyantif, between chalitza and mikvah on the one hand versus Erev. That's just a parenthetical thought related to Erev. Okay, either way, so again, what we do so far? All we did so far was have two understandings, two ideas of, of Mitzvah Slavahendosinu. We have Rashi and Rebbe Hanan, if we could contrast them. Issue number one is Hanoz Haguf. And then we just had this parenthetical thought at the Onagyantif. Number two, probably after the Rashi, the most... The next most well-known source in this sugi that's quoted is the Balamar. The Balamar says in Rosh Hashanah and Akamara, Mitzvah's Lavlehenos Denu only applies to Mitzvah's Da'oraisa. Mitzvah's Da'oraisa. Mitzvah's Da'oraisa. Mitzvah's Lavlehenos Denu. And therefore, if you have a case where there is a Mitzvah's Da'oraisa that you are doing with an Isser Hana'a, you're not allowed to do it. Not allowed to do it. Let's say all the tkios, uh the extra tkios that we do to make a hundred, Right, the first 30, which are Suffolk Daraisa, <laughs> they accuse the Shofar of Vodazara. But the next 70, that we only do the Rabbanon, because 
unless you say, I'll say to our brachas, is also daraisa, at least the last ten are for sure darabanan. The last ten just to get to Aim Sisra. Right? That's, that's, that's for sure darabanan. So the Balamar would say, you can't use a shofar of Avodah for those last ten. Because it only applies to Mitzvah's Daraisa, not to Mitzvah's Darabanan. The Ran, other Rishonim argue and say, what difference should it make? So let's think. According to Rashi, this might cut the other way. According to Rashi, Hashem gave the Mitzvah's for an O. Yeah? So it's beautiful according to Rashi. Right, according to Rashi, that what? That, 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 that's why Daraisa's really. Yeah. Only Daraisa's. Because if we're talking about Right? The, the, the Rabbanan didn't create things to be an O. Maybe a Syog. Rabbanan don't try to make things difficult for us. So it's not, you don't say that. That's, that's the Balamar. Maybe Rashi's sort of fits in beautifully. The other Rishonim would say, no, what are you talking about? Mitzvah's Rabbanan also could have a halachic definition. Could have, how is it defined? The Hana is secondary. Okay, it's secondary. So it's not recognized. And maybe that could be the Machlokas. Rishonim between the Balamar versus the other Rishonim on a Durabana level. I gave you, we're not going to do it, I gave you another Rav Shimon Shkup on, in the Shari Yosher has another Svara to explain the Balamar, but not for us now. A third idea, <coughs> third Nafgamina. The Stechemed just asked these, this is a classic Stechemed line. The Stechemed was the, was the um, encyclopedic achronic work in the 1800s, second half of the 1800s, and he just gathered, pre-everything, pre he just gathered and gathered, right, he was the forerunner of the Encyclopedia Talmudis, uh, is the Stechem, and he just quotes from all over. He just quotes the issue, and he quotes ten achronim that talk about it. What about a mitzvah kiyumis? Not a mitzvah kiyuvis. <laughs> a mitzvah that I can, if I do it, I get a kiyum for it, but I wasn't obligated to do it. I don't know, a woman, a woman, a woman hearing chauffeur, right? A woman does not have to hear chauffeur. Could a woman use a chauffeur of Avodah Zarah for her tkiyus? Right? It's a mitzvah kiyumis, not chiyuvis. So what would you say? So let's think. According to Rabbi Hanan, that is how you define the mitzvah, then it shouldn't make a difference. The mitzvah, whether it's chiyumis or kiyumis, when you do the mitzvah, it's still the objective maisa mitzvah, the same maisa mitzvah being done, lachora, and therefore it shouldn't make a difference. What about HaKadosh Baruch Hu? According to Rashi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded the mitzvahs as an O. It's not an O for the, for the, for the women. They're volunteering. It's not an O. So maybe according to the, the, the Svar of Rashi, it wouldn't work. Again, that's what he writes on the bottom right. Im yesh v'chalik b'mitzvah she'in chovas ha'guf k'shofar v'lulav l'mitzvah she'yesh b'yado shalol ha'sosan k'shchita. He puts another one. He says, like, shchita. You don't have to eat meat. You don't have to eat meat. That's the example that he uh, that he gives. Or, and this is the last one that we'll have, number four we'll have it as, top left underlined, what about by machshire mitzvah? Do you say mitzvahs avahenos nitnu by preparatory stages for the mitzvah, not the mitzvah itself? Not the mitzvah itself. So this might go the other way. Unlike the kiyam and the maisa. According to Rabbi Hanan, you don't have the principle here. You're not doing the mitzvah. So by machshire mitzvah, in order to, to prepare, you're not allowed to use Yisuri Hanah in the preparatory stages. Because this is, you're not doing the mitzvah. If you're not doing the mitzvah, you can't say it's defined as... Right? So you might say that machshire mitzvah, one would say it's not the maisa mitzvah. According to Rashi, according to Rashi, included in every tzivu is machshirin. Right? You have to, Hashem expects you to do the machshirin, the preparatory stage, in order to do the mitzvah. So maybe even the machshirin would be considered an ol, and therefore you'd be able to apply lav lehedosnenu also to the machshirin as well. Unlike according to Balchanan, you wouldn't. So, just suggestions that 
if we, if we, again, like we started off, if we say that these are two different understandings of Mitzvah Zavahenos Denu, which they really could be, Rashi focused on what's the, what was the Kavanas Hashem in giving it, and therefore, <coughs> it's, it's an all and not Hana, and maybe there is no Hana element whatsoever. Masha'enkein, Rebbe Hanan, who writes that, no, it's about how it's halakhically defined, even though there is Hana, you might have these four Nafgaminas. Number one, how Excuse me, how the physical pleasure will be explained. The Gemara says that. That's not a halachic nafkamina, it's just how you explain that Gemara. Number two, <coughs> what do you apply it to Durabanans? Number three, Mitzvah Kiyumis. Number four, what about Machshirin? Just to finish off with the, the last issue, and that is, what about the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah? So there are beautiful sources. If anybody ever has to speak, just like 10 minutes, 15 minutes between Mincha Mayriv, or you have to give a shir on Shvuis. So this, this is the topic right here. Just these, uh, these couple sources, these are beautiful sources to, to, uh, talk about. Really, anytime you ever have to give a shir, because it's about Talmud Torah. So every day of our lives, we have a chiv of Talmud Torah. Um, <coughs> let's start with, actually on the next page, I gave you a few put together. Let's start with the bottom one. That's Rav Avar Minahar. Avar Minahar, one of the less known Rishonim. It's a commentary on Meseches Nadarim. The Gemara there, the Mishnah in the Mishnah of Darim discusses if I'm Mudr Hana from a city, I make a nether, I'm not allowed to get benefit from the city. I'll get benefit. So, are you allowed to use the streets of the city? Are you allowed to use uh, all the different things of the city? There's a lot of people, you're getting allowed to get, uh, buy things there. The Mishnah says you're not allowed to use the svarim of the city. That's the Mishnah, Mishnah of Darim. And the Shaila is, Misvos, Lav Lahenos didn't know. Ask all the Rishonim. So some Rishonim changed the Gersa. They changed the Gersa. It can't be. Mitzvah's not the Hennessy new. This is the ultimate Mitzvah. Talmud Torah. But Rabbi Avram Ahar says otherwise. He says otherwise. Line 4, <laughs> where it says 22. This is just a photo set of a different sheer. Don't mind the numbers. Vilav Kushihi. Says Rabbi Ahar, it's not a problem. This is an exception to the rule. Whatever you say it means does not apply to Talmud Torah. It applies to actions. When a person does it, he doesn't have kavana for the hanoa. When I do a mitzvah, whatever we do a mitzvah, we're doing what Hashem wanted us to do. Mitzvah's limud. Here's his great lashon. But by learning, this is getting to the ultimate truth in life. The ikr of the mitzvah is litzayer ha-emes u'lehisaneg. And to enjoy ourselves, vileanos, and to get pleasure, bimada l'sameach l'vavo v'sichlo, as the pasuk says, pikudi Hashem yisharim esamchileiv, and that's why an avos is not allowed to learn Torah, except for connected to the avelos. And on Tishabav, because inherently Torah is defined as simcha, and he repeats it just in case we missed it, sheikar mitzvaso hi hahanoa vatainug. So Rashi says, "Kani Rashi." 247 mitzvahs were given as a burden. But Talmud Torah was given as a privilege. Talmud Torah was given as enjoy. Have the kavana to enjoy. This mitzvah was nita lehenos, and therefore if you're mutar hanah from the city, then the svar were off limits. That's in the Rishonim already. 
The Achronim expand upon this in three different ways. Three different ways. I'll give you the examples. Three different ways. Number one, the Taz. The Taz is just short. He says this in the context of Nidarim. He talks about, I'm sorry, in terms of Tkios. Tkios, Tkios Mitzvah. And there he basically says the same idea. What about, um, I shouldn't say that Achronim say differently. He just basically quotes and explains what the Mishnah says in Adarim. In Yaradei Arish Chafalaf, in Ilchaz Adarim. Elamitam tahacha devadei, atorah misamecha slave. Shari asr lomo bimeevlo. Lo dam yahai mitzvah l'shar mitzvahs. This mitzvah of Talmud Torah, he probably didn't have a Rav Avraham This mitzvah is different. So the Taz was Mechavein to the Rav Avraham Hahar. Okay, but it's the same thing. But there are two other great Achronim that bring this, bring this to life. Bring this to life. Let's just because it's here now, and then we'll, let's let's do the stipler. You see on the top of the page where it says Bracha Simichav Beis. The stipler says again a t- topic of a separate shear. I think we had a Daf Shear on it a year ago or so, uh, and that is Birchas HaTorah. What type of Bracha is Birchas HaTorah? Right, discussed it actually today in Mitzvah Shear. Right, it's the only Bracha that might be Daraisa besides benching. The Ramban counts it as a separate Mitzvah to say Daraisa. Birchas HaTorah. What type of Bracha is that? So, that's a huge topic. Is it a Birchas mitzvah? That's what the Vilna Gon seems to assume. Is it a Birchas Shevach V'hoda'ah? That's what other Rishonim seem to assume. But, the Stipler has another idea. This is not in the Rishonim. That, that, that we know of. Not in the Rishonim. Really, maybe hints to it. But the Stipler says it outright. Birchas HaTorah, at least one of them is a Birchas HaNehenin. Just like we make a Bracha before we eat and before we smell, we make a bracha before we learn. Birchas hanehenin. The betal matar milvacha brachi birchas hamitzvah. It is a birchas hamitzvah also, but there's a birchas hanehenin element. How do I know that? I'll prove it to you from the language of the bracha, says the stipler. Because, venira, dekein muchach minusach abrachas abrachas at Torah. The Allah mitzvos when you make a bracha on a mitzvah mivarchin on a shirkin eshanu b'mitzvah of tzivanu you make a bracha al ma'isa hamitzvah l'kayim as a mitzvah you make a bracha al mikra megillah l'shmoa kol shofar the focus is on the act of the mitzvah right al, whether it's al or le doesn't make a difference the focus is on the mitzvah when you make a bracha on hanaa the focus is on the object bore mine mizonos hamotzi lechem in haaretz Right, bori mine besamim. The focus is the object. That's how you know there's a difference between berachas mitzvah and berachas anenin. So what do we have by Talmud Torah? Says the says the stipler. Berachas Torah left side shachras yikashnei berachas. We have two brachos. Asher kedeshanim mitzvah v'tivanu al divrei Torah. Shazil signal berachas mitzvos. Right, we make a bracha on the ma'isa mitzvah. We even have a larger version. Lasso b'divrei Torah. Make a bracha on the ma'isa mitzvah. <coughs> That's a berachas mitzvah. But then what do we say? We focus on the chefsa. That's a birchas hanenin, says the stipler. What do you mean a birchas hanenin on a mitzvah? That's the Rav Minahar. Mitzvos lahenos nenu when it comes to Talmud Torah. This is the exception to the rule. That's what the Taz repeats in Yeridea. And finally, just to end off with the Egle Tal. The Egle Tal in his Akdama, the Sachet Shavar, he quotes, it's fascinating, if you look in the the page that I did not give you, the previous page of the Egli Tal, the first page he says when he got older, Ravar Misachachav, right, he was Nifter, I think, in 1910 or so, um, he writes that when he got older, he couldn't give Shear anymore. He was elderly, the doctor said he couldn't give Shear, he didn't have strength to give Shear. So he said, I'm writing the Sefer. This is how I'm still teaching. So, Baruch Hashem, we have the Egli Tal, because to the end of his life, he couldn't give Shear anymore, so he was able to write. So he writes there, he says, people have told me, 
And people have mentioned to me the idea that if a person enjoys themselves when they're learning, that's, that's a low level. You're supposed to learn just l'shem shamayim because Hashem told me to learn. That's what I'm supposed to be thinking. That's what I'm supposed to do. Says the Egle Tal, there's nothing farther from the truth. Nothing farther from the truth. He says, Umide Dabri, Zachor Eskor, Masha Shamati, Ksas Bani Adam, Toin Miderach Asechel. I've heard people that are mistaken, that wander from the smart, the straight path. Bin Yulimud Torah Kedosha, Viamru. And they said, Ki Alomi, Ramachadish Chidushim, Visamech, Umisani Bilimudo, and if you love it, that's not such Torah Lishma. I'm only learning for the mitzvah. So obviously we have to learn even if we don't enjoy it. But but is that a higher level? That's what people say. Says the Egletal. This is a major mistake. Kizehi ikar mitzvah slimada Torah, Leosus, Visameach, Umis Anig Milimudo, the Oz Divre Torah, Nivlain Bidamo. Only if we <coughs> learn with Hana'a, then it goes into our blood. Umeachashinene, who not said Davak Latorah, and he quotes the Zohar, says, that's the highest level. Maybe by other mitzvahs, l'shem shamayim, but the hana element plays such a, a key role when it comes to learning. And he uses this to explain the stira in the Rambam. The Rambam writes in Ilchas Tamat Torah on the bottom, next paragraph. Lolam yasuk adam b'torah shalol l'shma shimotok shalol l'shma bal l'shma. In the Gemara, we have lolam yasuk b'torah uve mitzvos. The Rambam only has Torah. Lolam yasuk b'torah l'shma. And he says you can't say he has a different girsa. So he develops a larger idea where he says because Torah is unique. The Shalolishma of Torah is unique based on, I'm not going to go through the whole thing here, but you have it in front of you, that's different. Because when it comes to other mitzvahs, the Shalolishma might be the goal. By Torah, the Lishma, the highest level, is, is getting Hanan and benefit from it. Like Rav Menahar says, like the Stipler says, it's a So, this is an exception to the rule. This is an exception, Bain Larashi, Bain La Rebel Hanan. Either way, but this is the Egle Tal, and this is a couple of thoughts related to the Sugya of Mitzvot, Slav Lehenos Denu, again, connected to our sugya today of Erev and Daflam Okay, we'll stop here. Next time, we will get into uh, another topic.